So, um, to begin with, with meditation, um, what we're wanting to do is to establish a right posture. Normally what happens in a meditation is people say, come and sit and sit up straight. And um, when you say sit up straight, usually what happens is we, 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 we pull ourselves up with our back muscles. And what we're wanting to do is to explore the posture so that we can really understand what is meant by sitting upright. Because it's not just sit up straight. What we want is to sit up in a way that is, makes it possible to be completely relaxed. So one of the things that really makes it very important is to have enough cushions under your hips. And we don't have a gazillion extra cushions here. We've got two here and there's one here. But what's really needed is to allow the pelvis to be higher, the tip of the pelvis, the top of the pelvis, to be higher than the knees. Because if it's not higher than the knees, then what happens is is that the sitting bones roll under and then the back curves. So try and see if you can find another cushion. And if there aren't enough cushions, try bending the zabutan that you have in two. And if that still isn't working, try sitting on a chair. So what's really needed is to get the top of the pelvis higher than the knees. And then when that's possible, then what can happen is is the whole relationship of the sitting bones and the spine and the curves of the back can come into the right balance. There's no need to sit on the floor. People are welcome to sit on the chair. But in sitting on the chair, what's also helpful is to sit on the front edge of the chair rather than to lean back. And just to allow the feet to come flat And to allow, again, the top of the pelvis to tilt slightly forward. So what I'd like everyone to do is just to experiment with these arches and feel where your sitting bones are and roll back and forth on your sitting bones so that you can feel the difference between when your sitting bones are forward of the top of your pelvis and how that allows the arch of the lower back to slightly elongate, stretch, and the shoulders to come into a relaxed posture. And then rock the sitting bones, so tilt the pelvis back, and see what happens. Because what happens is is that when we're sitting like that, which is often the way that we're used to, What we think we're doing is we're sitting in a relaxed way, but what's actually happening is we're having to fight against gravity because the body is not in alignment and it takes energy to hold the muscles that are tending to fall forward from allowing the head and the chest to completely collapse. So one way that we can begin to see what the right posture is is to rock the pelvis back and forth 
and to see the difference between the chest which is arched and caved in and the shoulders rolled forward and the back like a C and then tip the pelvis move the sitting bones allow the small of the back to come into a slight arch and see what happens when the vertebrae are just stacked on top of each other the neck is stacked on top of the spine and the shoulders can relax so what is needed is an upright posture that is in alignment with gravity which then supports the whole body to relax alignment and relaxation are fundamental without alignment we are resisting against the force of gravity as we resist against the force of gravity the muscles in our back and our neck and our shoulders and our jaw and our stomach they all tighten and as we are dealing with tight muscles it makes it difficult to settle and allow attention to rest And so a lot of times the fight that people have in meditation is partly to do with the fact that the posture isn't aligned and because it's not aligned it's not possible to be relaxed and because it's not possible to be relaxed it's not easy to settle So let's just take this for a moment and exaggerate it Let's move through this experiment with an exaggeration. Just move the shoulders up. And then hyperextend the arches in the back so that the chest is forward and the top of the pelvis is way tilted forward. And just for a moment, feel what this hyperextension feels like. And now allow the shoulders to relax. Allow the pelvis to rock and move from the hyperextended through the balanced position into the collapsed position where the sitting bones are forward of the pelvis, the back is curved and the head is tilted forward. and feel what this feels like so now once again we want to change from this collapsed position back into a place of balance but rather than using will allow attention to focus on the pelvis and rotate the pelvis so that the top of the pelvis is over the sitting bones which allows the small of the back to elongate 
and the spine to come into a vertical alignment and the neck to relax. The hands can be either at the knees or folded in the lap, depending on the length of the arms and the relationship with the legs. One doesn't want the arms to be pulling the body forward, but to be relaxed and comfortable. Having arrived at a posture that feels aligned, we need to be able to bring attention into the body repeatedly and see if the alignment continues to be upright and allowing the maximum level of relaxation. Any degree of fighting against gravity, any level of trying to tighten muscles in order to balance is going to feel or have an effect on our ability to stay in this posture in a settled and relaxed way. So what is helpful when we find an upright, aligned posture is then to systematically go through the body and invite relaxation. As we are able to live with a body that is balanced and relaxed, this is more than just setting up the posture. This is a way of living so that we can use as little effort as possible and have the most sense of ease and well-being just with our body. And so we can bring attention to the top of the head and feel whatever sensations are present at the top of the head. And as we bring attention to the top of the head, we can invite relaxation of the scalp and just see what happens, how things change when we make the intention, the invitation to relax. And then bringing attention to the forehead. So often when we think, there are furrows in our forehead. We study when we plan. And what we are doing now is bringing attention to the physical sensations in the forehead, inviting a sense of relaxation.
bringing attention to the eyes and behind the eyes. Oftentimes our attention is being pulled out through our eyes. And now we are relaxing the eyes, allowing our attention to be inward, feeling the sensation in the eyes rather than being pulled out by contact with the eyes. Relaxing, inviting relaxation. Moving down to the cheekbones. Just feeling the sensations that are in the cheekbones. Sometimes there's tension from smiling. And just inviting relaxation. Feeling the sensations that are present, the tingling, the pulsing, as we start to relax. Bringing attention to the jaw. Sometimes the jaw feels tight or locked or heavy. Just letting the lips open just slightly and inviting relaxation at the jaw. For the moment, we don't need to speak or to say something. We can just feel comfortable here inviting the jaw to relax. And bringing attention to the lips, feeling how sensitive they are to fluctuations in temperature or air, moisture or dry. And again, inviting the lips to relax. bringing attention to the tongue and allowing the tongue to rest just like a sleeping puppy that has just had a lot of milk happy and content letting the tongue rest and relaxing the base of the tongue And then coming back to the whole face, something that we often have a lot of ideas about, perceptions about, feelings about, and yet just feeling the face as a physical experience of sensation.
and allowing the whole face to relax. Bringing attention to the throat. There can be a lot happening in sensations in the throat. Inviting relaxation and seeing when the invitation to relax is made, how the sensations change. bringing attention to the collarbone area and to the chest and just noticing if there's a, a sense of tightness or warmth what kind of sensations are present at the chest And so there isn't need to be any judgment about what is experienced, just an open receptivity to what is present. And if there's any sense of tension or tightness or holding or contraction, then with that there can be an invitation to release and to relax and to let go. observing the change of sensations that are present with that invitation. and moving attention from the chest, the top of the chest, towards the diaphragm area. It's the whole apparatus that is involved in breathing and also is involved in holding a breath. And so we can make an invitation to relax the diaphragm and to feel the sensations that are present in this whole area of the body.
and bringing attention to the lower abdomen. You can feel the movement from the breath. This area is often a place where there's a lot of emotion. Sometimes we can experience emotion as a physical sensation. And the residue of emotion is tension or tightness. And so bringing attention to the lower abdomen in an open and gentle way, making an invitation to relax, to let go, to release whatever tension is present. And notice whatever changes in the sensations. And then bringing one's attention into the pelvic area. Opening and relaxing, inviting relaxation. And then feeling the weight and the pressure on the sitting bones, connecting either with the floor or the chair. Now we can change the field of attention from the specific again and move out to a larger area so we can move to include the whole of the front part of our trunk, bringing that into our attention as a experience that we can open to knowing the sensations of pressure, of movement, of tingling, of relaxation, and whatever remnants of tension are left, we can allow the whole front part of our trunk to be the object of our attention. From the collarbone all the way down, the sitting bones. Now bringing attention once again to the top of the head. And feeling the top of the head now. What does it feel like now? Are there places that are not something that you can feel now? Or is it tingly and alive? The more we are able to relax, the more we are able to bring attention to sensation that's present in the physical body. 
the more vitality and aliveness we can feel in the physical body. In allowing attention to move from the top of the head back over the back of the head, the back of the scalp. Making an invitation for the entire scalp to relax. Almost as if the skin can become looser around the head as the scalp relaxes. And then bringing attention to the base of the skull and feeling the sensations that are present there. And relaxing and moving down the back of the neck making an invitation to relax the neck. Bringing attention to the top of the shoulders. Oftentimes they are knotted, tense, as if we are carrying the whole burdens of the world on our shoulders. And so in this meditation, one can imagine allowing the burdens to be released, letting them go, placing them aside, and letting the knots of the shoulders begin to unravel. And air and vitality and awareness to start circulating through the shoulder muscles and to feel the sensations that are present when we invite this kind of relaxation. Moving awareness from the top of the shoulders over the back of the shoulder blades. whole area behind the heart. And again, checking to see if there's any tension present and what the invitation to relax does to that tension. Moving down from the shoulder blades to the middle of the back. Feeling the muscles on the sides of the spine, the areas between the ribs, and noticing whatever sensations are present and whatever absence of sensation is present with an invitation to relax. Moving into the lower back. And again here, if our posture is aligned, that supports an ease in the lower back. If our lower arch is overextended, our chest is caved in, 
In either of these situations, there will be stress in the lower back. Just checking again to see that the top of the pelvis is slightly forward from the sitting bones. That allows the arch of the lower back to naturally find a balanced alignment in gravity. And then bringing attention to the sacrum area. and inviting relaxation. And then from this sacrum area, moving down the legs, where the hip joints and the legs join, moving awareness down the legs, feeling the sensations in the legs, the back of the legs and the front of the thighs down to the knees and down the calves and the shins to the ankles and the top of the feet and the bottoms of the feet and allowing the whole leg to become in awareness and allowing it to relax. Now bringing attention once again to the shoulders and moving attention from the shoulders down the arms. The top of the arms and the underarm. Allowing awareness and relaxation in the arms. from the elbows and down to the forearms, the wrists, and then the hands. And now for one or two more minutes, I would invite opening up the field of attention to include the whole body. 
from the top of the head all the way to the bottom of the feet. Just aware of the sensations, the movements, the pressure, the quality of heat and cold, and the sense of ease and relaxation or the remnants of tension that are still present. Allowing relaxation, inviting relaxation, and noticing how the sensations change when there is relaxation. And how much easier it is for attention to be present with relaxation than tightness and contraction. 